This is a Friday afternoon on the muster with Andy Muir catching up with Steve Henderson now, farming down at Awaroa between Invercargill and Bluff. Steve, good afternoon. Afternoon, Andy. How's things up there? Yeah, the blue sky is about. Um, not the news we wanted this morning, though, with the payout with Fonterra dropping a dollar, going back to $7. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, it, I've, it's, as I just spoke to you, I've been really keeping out of the air the news today, and... Um, That'll be why I look over my right shoulder and over the old open country factory. She's a dark cloud over there, but a little bit brighter north. So, um, yeah, people are going to have to cut more out than what they have cut out already. And just, like, there's only so many costs you can cut. You've still got to be sustainable to be able to farm next year. So, you know, you can't cut wages, um, can't really cut grazing prices. And fertiliser, you could cut back to maintenance, but you've still got to put something on. So... Yeah, yeah, the, old, the old prices are pretty limited um, as to what you can cut back now. So, I don't know, there'll be a few that don't spend too much, but yeah, what you're not going to spend it on, I'm not too sure there, Andy. This probably changes people's thinking. I mean, we've, bouts have been tightened already, but this just goes up another notch, doesn't it? Yeah, and like a substantial notch. Um, it's not just 10 cents or 5 cents has been revised. So, and, and being this early in the season, um, to bring it down, yeah, there must be a bit of, bit of confidence um, that it is going to stay down out there. So, yeah, yeah, time will tell, but I suppose people are still going to box on through spring and, and they're all fixed costs that you can't um, negate anyway for the next two months, but it'll be that summertime stuff and um, development and, you know, do you do you really focus on that one hectare of new grass or you just get what's in um, back in the ground? So, yeah, there'll be quite a few decisions getting made. On the farm, how's things going? You starting to get a few early calves yet? Yeah, yeah, we are. We um, So heifers started theoretically on paper. About 28th of July, and um, we're we're about a third of our way through our heifers, and we've got um, about 10% of our total um, mixed age cows and R2s. Oh, sorry, yeah, and calf heifers in too. So, yeah, 10% through calving. It's just um, one of those things that each day you just wake up, there's more calves, and you just sort of get into that transition mode, like an easy calving. So, um, now on farm it's been good. Um, we're a bit damp underfoot, but I see the forecast after the shower rain this afternoon looks pretty darn good for the next week that I can see, so now it'll be a good start for me. Just August in general though, it's a month where you sit there and look ahead to the season that is coming and um, we're just going to carry on farming that's exactly what you said before, isn't it? You just got to think about the great things especially heading to a weekend that you just put in the back of your mind, all of a sudden comes to the forefront of your mind and you just put things in perspective do you not? Yeah, you do, you do yep. yeah, and you're not going to dwell on that for um, for probably the next two months because what's happening is happening, you're carving yeah. you're um, doing what you love doing, so yeah, it's probably not out to the back of calving, and then you, you might you might even change some mating decisions. But and that could be short-sighted too, because um, a mating decision um, rolls on for the next five to ten years within your herd. So you do have to be a bit careful and strategic as to what costs you're going to um, cut. So yeah, yeah, it, it's not as simple as um, just crossing numbers off the paper. You've got to be pretty pragmatic as to how you decide what you're going to cut out of your system. Steve-O, you are chair of Southern Field Days. We had a meeting last night. It's all steam ahead for February. It is. It is all steam ahead, and um, that was obviously prior to uh, Fonterra's announcement, and, and we were never really too sure as to what the um, what the uptake of the 24 Field Days was going to be. Just, you know, you can always say the old COVID thing, and that, that's still um, playing on people's mind, and then um, just the agricultural sector in general is... Yeah, there's a wee bit of negativity out there, so we were never too sure. But um, yep, as of about a week ago, we were um, fully booked. So, so in saying that, yes, it's good for the um, 
for the Silent Field Days committee that we're running a, an event that is still worthwhile. But it does show the optimism is still out there within the agricultural sector. So, um, yeah, yeah, bring on 2024. Um, there'll definitely be positivity by February. And, yeah, everybody's looking forward to just getting into it and getting it done. Remembering we haven't had an event for four years because back in February we were pretty much one of the last events to be on the ground before COVID struck. Yeah, that's right. Yep, and we and we had to make that decision um, almost six months out to yeah. get people get people time to um, readjust and you know rebook out their hotels and businesses to um, staffing requirements for coming to field day. So yeah, we made that call reasonably early, and um, yeah, in hindsight, it was it was probably one of the better calls to be made. And yeah, like I said, it was it was just the unknown coming into 2024 as to as to what the uptake was going to be. But no, no, it's looking very promising and. Um, Yep, everybody's looking forward to just getting into it and um, doing, doing a jolly good field days in 2024. It was truly bizarre before 2022. Um, one thought was, what if we have an event and it's a resounding success and we show the nation what, the, what can be done? And that was purely countered by what happens if we're a super spreader event as well. We, all this jargon that we got used to, like epidemiologists, etc., um, we haven't had to use it for a long time. Might not ever use it again, who knows? But for, for a while there, it was just a really weird setup, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, and and not just for events like that, just your day to day day life too. Yeah, um, you know, you, you you weren't sure if you could go down to the shop. You couldn't weren't sure if someone could deliver something on farm. Yeah, it was, it was certainly a, a time that people are going to remember. Um, maybe not so much our kids; they just had time off school. But I think our generation, yeah, it's going to be one of those things that's going to be um, imprinted in your mind, eh? We think back now, what are we, three and a half years ago? Uh, I was thinking last night, actually, QR codes. Some places still have them up, just haven't bothered to take them out of the window where they just can't be bothered or it's just a reminder of what we went through and what we had to do as far as face masks, scanning in, uh, all these codes you had to do. But all of a sudden, these QR codes have become the norm for a lot of businesses just to get their product out there. So in a way, it kind of revolutionised the way that we think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there has been a bit of technology uptake from that event. Um, and, yeah, like you say, it's kept going. And, and yeah, and, and across the field days, I guarantee there'll be a lot of QR codes. And um, that's use of technology that was seen to be, um, I suppose, what you call it, workable. Um, yeah, will continue to work. And, yeah, a lot of businesses have used that now. And, um, yep, you'll see across a lot of that field days. Absolutely. 14th to 16th of February 2024. Mark it in your diaries. It's a wee way off yet, but it's going to come around quicker than not. Steve, always appreciate your time. Have a great weekend. Yep, and likewise, all the listeners, yep, put your feet up if you can for the weekend. And, um, yep, lambing, carving, it comes around quick again. So, yeah, make the most of the time you've got off. And even if it's yeah, half an hour, um, put your feet up, have a coffee, talk to the kids, and then get back out there. Absolutely. Appreciate your time as always. No worries. Genetic. Steve Henderson there, farming at Awaroa. Before we wrap up for the week, we'll catch up with Andrew Orderson. He is a sports journal at ZB. It's the